1: Hello and welcome to the Bet podcast for Saturday the 28th of November 2020. I'm your host John Walker. with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello. And Gordo. Hello. Oh, I read something that see if you're doing podcasts and freeze. somebody said the biggest pet I hate was when people don't introduce each other. And I was like, see even the people that do it, I think we're lucky, right? Because I think us three have very different voices. Yeah. But yeah. see yeah. like loads of podcasts, they could introduce themselves and I could be listening going, I don't know who's talking.
2: Aye. All the time. Yeah, you're just like that. You've cut me out like completely here. I've got no idea what you just like. If that person, it's their views. But yeah, I think our distinct dulcet Scottish tones are helping here.
0: I mean, maybe to someone who's you know not used to the Scottish accent, maybe we just all sound like generic Scots person one.
1: Some of us don't even sound Scottish. I remember being on a works call and it was a girl from Bulgaria and she couldn't tell the difference between a mank, a jaw date, and me. She went. Oh, my swimming users are just yeah. all from the same area in north of England. I was like, how? Like <laughs> how?
2: Well, if it was a video call. Surely, like the the guy from Newcastle would just start his tap off. That'd have been easy <laughs> to tell about, like
1: hanging out a window. <laughs> yeah, he's just,
2: <laughs> just, just just like this. Like, Reddit, it's, oh, it's minus two. It was a Newcastle game on in the background.
1: Yeah, we done a midweek episode. And to be honest, I cannot believe how bad that went for me. I've never none of my picks have ran. I'm still going. Are you still going? That's tonight. <clears throat> How did you go on, Andy? I can't remember. Poorly. So I I that was like a hard way. Out. I mean, see if I'm picking Aberdeen he beat Hamilton and Hamilton got a draw out of nowhere. What chance have you got, man? I don't actually know. We, we talk about this all the time. The Hamilton don't like there's no game that you can rule
2: Hamilton out outside the old firm of getting a draw on. It's just terrible betting on them. Just don't just avoid them
1: at all cost You you've said this before. I know. Voy Hamilton at all costs. But they're they're so particularly bad right now. Not that bad. They get a draw. I know, I know, I know. Right, We've well, got to this week's picks. Uh, go got yes. to last no last week's picks, sorry. because um, it was a, a fucking fairly good week to be fair. I'm looking at the I just look at my Excel spreadsheet and it's just green. Like it's great. Um my banker, my new West Brom go in the second half. Fernando Fernandez penalty very early on in the second half. One five, but this is a good thing. See about doing this bet. I know you would like to do your banker's rebel, Andy. See if you mm. do a lot of monitoring and play. See if it's nil and at half time. The odds are astronomically better. You were getting just oh, over okay. one, you were getting just over one to two to be a second half goal on the basis of how bad the first half was. Mm. Yeah. So that was really really nice. I'd got it. I think I got it at 1-3 because to I took it like after thirty minutes. So I went, these are good odds. I'm going to just put a bet in the second half.
0: Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it came in. My banker had decent odds for a banker pick. Chelsea away at Newcastle. Odds of 1-2. They won the game 2-0. They could have been about 3-0 up in the first half. Um, it was It was pretty comfortable.
1: Unanimous. Was good game. Good, good game it went. Watch as well, actually. Chelsea were excellent aye. Yeah. Unanimous celebrations. Have you seen the thing that Skybet have been doing every week now for all the televised early games? It's like no. max, max bet 15 quid and they'll have enhanced the odds for a striker to get one shot on goal.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh we've yeah, it's been all over that in the
1: Facebook group. Yeah. But it's like that was like the first time in I think eight. Yeah, eight, it nine. curses
2: the player that they're playing for. Like, it's right. like Raheem Sterling to a shot on target. Wait, like, that
1: mate, that see was that fucking Raheem Sterling Wolves game and eh, no, or Sheffield United away. He was through clean through and goal and he tried to look behind him for a pass. I was like yeah. Wait, <laughs> just what hit the target, it? mate. Doesn't even have to go in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there was another one that Chris Basham blocked, like on the six-yard box. That was going. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "No!" Nah! But Verney had a shot within about five minutes. I was like, "Yeah, let's go." As me got some money in the bank for my Saturday three o'clock. It was a good pick, though, Andy. Your banker. Thank like, you.
2: <laughs> uh, I had UV at one to three to complete the 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 banker treble. They won comfortably. So,
1: how mental yeah. is it that Ronaldo and Ibrahimovic are like the top scorers? In European football now, like a thirty-seven and a thirty-nine-year-old, he like here that should be forty-year-old before this season finishes, and he scored no doubles class. against Inter, doubles against Napoli, and doubles against Roma. He's just class, though.
2: Yeah, but his brand, his brand of football doesn't take age in account. It's like it's like, did you see the Lampard interview after the Chelsea game the other night when they were talking about Giroud? It's like, yeah, he, he's the best guy I have at training because, like. He just shows you that the age is just a number when it comes to football, as long as you keep yourself, as long as you know your role. Like Giroux never gonna be one of these guys that's like battling through on goal past defenders, but he's not yeah. trying to do that. Like he's just trying to be irritating at the front back post and be there for rebounds. And it's just it, that's that's all you need for him. So age is when it comes to incredible talent, age is just a number.
1: Giroud's only 13 goals off of uh, off of Thierry Henry's all-time French top-scoring <laughs> record. Just, wow. Like, like like, I, I'm all for it. I love Giro, right, and Giro's quality. So do I, I think like he's but, immense. But, but I would be so disgusted if somebody of Giro's skill level outscores Thierry. It's like, I mean, it's, it's the actual equivalent, right? I Aminous, mean, I've breaking Fat Ronaldo's World Cup record. Yeah.
2: You yeah.
1: went, oh, come on. Like, again, I was, the goal tally's impressive, but you're nowhere near this guy.
0: Tell you how old I, I, I realised I was, John, in conversation with Gordon yesterday, I mentioned Oliver Bierhoff, and he had absolutely no idea who he was.
1: What?
2: Like, he stopped I, playing football. When do you think Oliver Bierhoff stopped playing football? Ninety-eight,
1: two
0: 2003. 2003, but I, I just, I, I was like, shit, man, that is, that's like 17 years ago. Wow. You know. Like, because to me, it was like, you know, between 5 and 10 years ago yeah everyone knows the, the
2: reason we had this discussion as well was John who is Erling Haaland's hero hero yeah who's who's he says he, he modelled his playstyle on you get one guess and then I give you the clue
1: is it, is it well, get, get, not, I need a clue I need a so cl- the clue is this
2: player was the top goal scorer 2012-2013 in the Premier League
1: 12-13
0: Premier League he basically scored all of the goals for one team what and an absolute ton of goals in the in the league cup final that yeah. year. I remember it because I had to add the team to win minus 3. Great. He also uh used to play
2: with Celtic Eagle as well.
1: Why can't why am I not able to picture this guy? Just because he's an
2: absolute anomaly that disappeared after 3 years.
1: He scored goals in a cup final as well.
2: Yeah. Oh against Brentford.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Swansea won
2: 5-0? Yes, Swansea's a swansea player. I think Swansea's a good clue because you still oh. can't
1: What's what's his name? Oh, Michu. Yeah,
2: yeah. So Haaland was like, I uh, modelled my whole career on Michu. Imagine being You be Michu and seeing Haaland play. Be like, I, uh, that's
1: that's all me. <laughs> no, that's <you."> <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Banker Treble come in. Yeah, and I kicked off about. I said, see, honestly, it's just a bet against Fulham now. See, I knew Everton were getting Rochalison back, mm. so I was quite confident they might be a bit more full strength, but. I just was betting against Fulham. Everton were 45 to, to win the game. They were 3-1 up, so if you were on the early payout... I early pay out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, pay they paid out. out. Two,
0: two they, did their, they did their best to make it difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but it was still comfortable. Um, good good pick, John. Uh, my value was in Japan. It was the Kashima Antlers away at Vigalta sendai and, and they won that game 3-1, odds of 6-7. to So plenty of value there. 3-0 up, um, the Antlers were as well. It was, it was easy.
2: Speaking of three 0 up, my value uh, was awful. It was might be the worst pick that I've, <laughs> I've given, and that is really saying something. To be fair on the, on this podcast, uh, I'd Paris FC at home to uh, Auxerre, who lost three 0 were down three 0 within I think it was twenty eight minutes. No, it was it was before half time, so it was about thirty six minutes. So they went down three nil. Um, one of their players handballed the ball into the net to try and get a goal back, and then got rightly booked for it. Nothing went for them, and actually, interesting enough, this week they're playing against a team who I think they'll lose to. But I'm not going to bet on them; just going to leave them alone, and they'll probably, they'll probably that'll probably happen now. But te- like that, that is my worst pick of the season thus far, um, and it That's wasn't a bold it, claim. Well, I had the season still a lot of time to go, um, but yeah, I definitely. It just even because it, it didn't even give anyone a chance at the end running. Like it wasn't as if it's like, oh, they were you know they lost 3-0 after like a 0-0 up to 70 minutes. They were just dreadful from the start and continued that into the second half. So, I laid down the value treble this week, but 5 out of 6 on the on the low odds bets, pretty good.
1: Decent, decent. Uh, on the outsiders, I took Cove away at Falkirk. It was Cove's biggest challenge so far in the season. Falkirk came out 1-0 on top, very even game, to be fair. Uh, Cove for 95, but losing 1-0, it's... That league, will be, that league will still be Cove's, I think. I think they'll be too good for most teams. I think that's just a blip that they'll need to measure themselves against. But, I mean, never know. Um, Celtic might sack Lennon and go and try and steal Paul Hartley, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's wishful thinking on your part. Um, my yeah, Paul outsider, Hartley would be an improvement, man. Get him in if you want. My, my outsider was in the Danish Superliga. Uh, I took Norgeland away at Alberg. Norgeland went off 4-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in this game, which was an absolute insane price, uh, they they went one nil up. They led one nil at half time. Uh, Alberg got an equaliser with about twenty minutes to go, and the game ended one all. So shame it never came in because it was a huge price. But uh, I was definitely on the right side of it.
2: Uh, I was redeemed with my outsider. Um, I had Villarreal and Real Madrid to draw. They did draw, so it was three to one. Uh, Real took the lead early. Villarreal pulled a goal back. Um, before the end of the game i was watching it on i'd placed a bet on it so i could get the in play like streaming of the game yeah it cut out at extra time so obviously there's a default for them where like as soon as 90 minutes the the, the game is terminated so i spent the last three minutes just watching the ball ping end to end being like do not suspend the betting do not suspend the betting um but yeah came in at three to one um yeah I, I, that was a good win for me there
1: over to the charity bet. So ten pounds the bro money on a treble. I took Dundee United versus Hamilton. And is it fair to say Dundee United won two one? Um, so the
0: bet time for me. But is it fair to say this is one of the worst games of football ever? Horrible. Awful. The the first half was a turgid watch. It was it was horrendous. Uh second half, Hamilton got a goal. Um they probably deserved it, in fairness. Uh Dundee United managed to, to get back in the game uh out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, thought we were going to win it, and then Hamilton got a penalty with about three minutes to go, which is one of the worst penalty kicks I've ever seen. Uh, blazed it miles, miles over the bar. Yeah, probably rule double A or plus. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, it was poor, but no, it, it came in. So good stuff, and good for me being a Dundee United season ticket holder. I'll take those, take those scrappy wins any day. Uh, my charity pick was West Ham away at Sheffield United. Odds of 75, so a nice chunky price for them and they won 1-0. Uh, so leg like two was in. Leg like three,
2: Aston Villa versus Brighton. <laughs> a game that I had on every single coupon of last weekend which is like almost see as you start to put on your third coupon that contains Aston Villa, you're like really, really not doing myself any favours here. And um, and had doubled them with a draw with Real Madrid as well, which is even more frustrating. But they they lost 2-1 to Brighton, and what can only be described as quite a good game with a very odd VAR decision at the end, where the ref chops off a penalty after VAR has given it. So the guys in VAR are like, yes, it's a pen. He gives the penalty, he goes and looks at it, he decides it's not a penalty. Um, So, I, I mean... Wasn't really shortchanged as much in the Villa were down two ones. It's not as if that was it was one each and that would have made it two one to, to Villa. But yeah, let down the let down the charity there. Really didn't see a Brighton win coming at all. I, I, I like Villa and I like the way they play, but maybe it is that old kind of Leicester effect over the last few years that they can play really well when someone presses them. But Brighton are never going to do that. They kind of just sit in and wait to to pick you off. And why Chelsea let Mope go? Is I, I I cannot see the reasoning behind. Did they just not give him first team starts or something? Because well, they've Rhys they've
1: James, so he was never going to break in. Uh, well, would, what would you say is better, Rhys James or him? I don't know. More so, I have seen him get sent. So he get sent off. End up getting sent off. He should have been sent off against Palace two weeks ago as well for doing something very similar. He seems yeah. a wee bit like a wee bit of a dickhead, and I think. I honestly think a coach has spotted that and went, he needs to fucking go. Honestly, because he should have been sent off in the Palace game because he squared up to somebody on a yellow card and the ref done nothing about it because the ref knew he was in a yellow card. So he'd be yeah. sending. So re- referees only want to do things where it almost doesn't have any impact. Yes. So if two players that are on no card, you book both of them to fucking prove a point. But if yeah, you know yeah. somebody's in a yellow, you ship and do nothing about it. So you're like, no, fuck, okay. And then, situation that last night, you'll have like Vidal where.
2: Yeah, squaring up to the ref and then like.
1: I'm not actually squaring up to you. I know.
2: I, 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 I <laughs> fucking panicked.
1: Right didn't even know. Fuck yeah. I, Fucking. Awesome. I, it's like even
0: yeah. refs book two players in one incident. I Fucking hate it. It's such a fucking like, cop out, isn't it? It's such a cop out, and almost certainly one of them has done something much less than the other.
1: Do, do you know what? Like almost do always. Do you know? Honestly, it's the one I don't. I do never. I never watch the sport. Right. I never watch ice hockey but it's the one thing I fucking love about ice hockey. See when two footballers square up to each other and just wait for their teammates to sort of jump in and never actually want to do anything. I would just love if a ref just pulled other players back and went, no, 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 10 Taunt seconds, it. You, on you yeah, fix go. And you get to see how pathetic footballers actually are because they're just wee shite bags at what they act like hard men. There's very few yeah. of them that are actually even remotely hard men. It's just people yeah. out see the same step back and go, no, 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 on you go. And that's, a bit, going, that's a, a bit like the rugby. Right now, I'm going to book both of you.
2: It's a bit like the rugby in that like, like you you occasionally see just two people scrapping and then like their teammates will just be like, yeah, we'll just let this, let this boy uh, finish spoil. No, no, out. I, they're bo- really,
1: they're, they're, they're both be, massive. They're calm they're calm. Both, yeah, they're <laughs> going to get booked. Maybe as we'll just see yeah, how this pans out and they'll get involved. Man, it's so pathetic. It does my nothing. Like, you just know. You just know nobody wants a I
2: The one player you don't would square up to is like Ibrahimovic though.
1: Oh, I, because he can fucking. Just like, a head kick. He'll just head kick you. That. Aye. Yeah, <laughs> he would end somebody. Yeah, that's
2: it. Oh, yeah, sorry, he's killed a player. He's a second yellow. Um, but overall, but, yeah, overall, aye, it was a good
1: week, decent to be week. honest. It would have been yeah.
0: perfect if we'd got the charity in. But overall, a very, very good week. Stolid. Another three out of four for myself back after a horrible one out of four, I think, last time. So Well, I was, I was three out of four
1: as well. I just missed the outside. So we both done the same, right? Just missed the outsider. Take that, take that every week. Um so Saturday twenty eighth of November on to these picks. My banker is in Serie A and we just mentioned them there. AC Milan versus Fiorentina on Sunday. I'm gonna go on the second half as I always do. Two to nine is best price. I would watch this one in play. Because I think it has potential to be a slow burner just with AC Milan playing in the Europa League tonight. Um, AC Milan actually haven't tended to rest too many players for the Europa League. So they obviously went through quickly. So I suspect our team tonight will be full strength. Um, but Milan are averaging, Milan's games in the league are averaging 2.4 goals a second half. So there's a shit ton of goals happening in these games. So I'd watch that in play. So let me be clear, my bet is one goal in the second half at 2-9 to nine best price right now. If the game is 0-0, definitely go on it. If the game has goals, look at what you're getting for another two goals in the game. Because that seems to be the way it's going. 0-0, there's a goal. When the game's already got goals, there's loads of goals in the second half in Milan. They're a really good side to watch. Really, really exciting. But yeah, AC Milan, Fiorentina Sunday, a goal in the second half, 2-9. Cool. Uh,
0: my banker's on Saturday, 2.30pm. Um, And for people that know their football kickoff times, that's uh, obviously the Bundesliga. Yeah, that's in Germany. So Stuttgart versus Bayern Munich. I'm going to take a very strong Bayern Munich to get back to winning ways in this game after they uh, got a one-all draw with Werder Bremen last time out in the league. So Bayern are top of the table, 19 points from eight matches, uh, four wins and a draw from their last five. That draw coming last week against uh, Bremen, as I've already said. Stuttgart eleven points from eight matches, they're back in eighth place. Bayern should just be too strong here. Um and I think the fact that they are coming off a draw in their last league outing will make them keen to avenge that. I see a pretty pretty standard away from all mine. I see a pretty yeah. heavy win, Yeah. Yeah. Odds are odds are odds are two to seven. Um three, six, five, three to ten best price if you want to go to UniBit.
1: See, to be fair, minus one must be about four to five
0: then. Just based yeah. on odds. Like that's decent. Yeah. The Stuttgart are an annoying team that tend not to go away. Uh, they get a lot of draws, um, you know, and they fight till the very, very end. A lot of their goals come after the seventieth minute, uh, even if that is an equaliser or a consolation goal. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess about with handicaps. I think Bayern will just be far too strong for them, but uh, and the draw won't even come into. It. Yeah, I think that's it's a nice price, three to ten.
2: Cool, like it. It's one of the picks I looked at, and but deferred for the 5.30 game in the Bundesliga this weekend uh, which is Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Schalke I like this a lot an absolutely dismal Schalke team 8 games played 5 goals scored 24 conceded Three points total taken versus Munich Gladbach, who've been very good. Um, you know they're in seventh place at the moment, twelve points. Um, they've had a tough run of games they've had to play so far. Um, if you look at who Schalke have played so far, the only points they've picked up have been against like dismal bottom of the league kind of teams. Um, whereas whenever time, any time they've played anyone of note, be that Bayern, Dortmund, or even RB Leipzig, they've lost by uh, on average three goals. They took an absolute kick in a couple of weeks ago, um, which is really the only way to describe it. From uh, RB Leipzig, and lost four 0 They lost eight nil to Bayern at the start of the season. They lost to Wolfsburg last week. Um, they're dismal, and mm-hmm. they're, I, I don't fancy them at all. Much and that were good midweek. They were a good. They were actually a very really good price midweek um, to, to beat Shakhtar and did so four um, nil. They've they've aggregate beat Shakhtar home and away by a score of ten goals to nil, which is about, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't look at that the Shakhtar team and think oh that's that's gonna happen. Much glad back have beat Leipzig and, and better teams than this. They struggled against Leverkusen after eh, their previous game. They're going to be too strong for Schalke. I'd lo- even look at the handicaps on this one, but four to eleven you're getting them at. Yeah,
0: that's a huge price. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all really,
1: really
0: good.
1: I just know that Schalke are constantly try to change things and. <laughs> Something just to work, but yeah just
0: shocked you, you talked about leipzig there they they play the worst team in the league by a country by Ar- Armenia Bielefeld at the weekend yeah um, in our two at nine as that's, that's another banker that's an absolute couping um, booster that one yeah uh, if yeah if you want another one uh, a Leipzig home win against Bielefeld. yeah you know when
2: the minus one line is sitting at four to six that your team's yeah. not very good like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, g- good bankers. All I think that's another uh, three at three again in the bankers. Yeah.
1: reckon Yeah, I'm pretty confident with them. I'm going to Scottish League One. I'm going back to my outsider from last week. Um, Airdrie are playing Cove. I'm taking the away side Cove at even money. Um, Cove get beat off a very good Falkirk side last week. They were in the game the whole time. Um, Airdrie have been very indifferent. They've lost at home to Barton, and that's kind of the stance I'm taking on this. And um, they also get beat off Partick Fistle who Cove have beaten. Everything just points to a Cove win. I think even money is far too good odds. It? You won't you won't get this again later in the season. If Airdrie are playing Cove again, like March time, you won't get these odds because Cove will have proven just how good they are. So Cove just to win at even money.
0: Uh, my pick's also even money. Uh, Saturday noon UK time, so uh, 12 o'clock, in the Zweitel League, the, the German second division, is Regensburg versus Wurzberger Kickers. And I'll take Regensburg for a home win. Um, kick- kickers are bad. They're just really bad. And they've got off to a really poor start. They're bottom of the league. Only four points from eight games so far. Regensburg, mm, mid-table, sort of nine points from eight games. But crucially, seven of those nine points have come from their home matches. So they're solid at home. Uh, and they'll be solid at home enough to beat the Würzburger kickers who are who are dire.
1: Big fan of that. That's fine. Yeah, I think that looks really, really good, actually. I'm just looking at that now. Oh, they're yeah. so bad. They're so yeah. bad.
0: And the fact that Jan Regensburg tends to perform at home, I think even money for a home win here is plenty of value in that.
1: Yeah. Aye, all over that. All over that. I'll round off the value treble then by
2: taking us to Norway and one of the latter rounds of the Elite Series. And this is Bodo slash Glimpt versus Rosenberg. I'm going to take Bodo at home, who are even money to beat Rosenberg and they're even money because they've won the league already that's why they're even money but they've won 15 matches on the spin at home like 15 in a row uh, Rosenberg while they've tried to, they've picked up some points recently it's been against crap teams they lost to Viking who are on a pretty good stretch they beat Sarpsburg who are down at the bottom of the league they drew with Christensen they beat Allison 2-1 which as we've covered before Allison are not very good the historical side of this fixture, Bodo won the last meeting 2-0. Rosenberg won the previous meeting 1-0. That was 2019 versus 2020 again there. Um, they played earlier on this season um, away from home. Uh, Bodo won that game 3-2. I, I think that Bodo are going to have too much for, for for Rosenberg here, even though they've already you know mathematically won the league. Um, the only, pe- only team they've lost to this season has been uh, Mouldy who are a fairly good team and are in the Europa League this year. It, Rosenberg need points. That's that's why this isn't a this this isn't a that's why you're getting Bodo at a decent price. But there's nothing to stop Bodo. I mean, they've scored eighty five goals and conceded twenty-eight, right? Rosenberg have scored forty five and conceded twenty eight. They scored forty more goals than the team they're playing yeah. against. <laughs> um the reason I bring this up this time is that it's it's a value pick purely because they don't need to win this. But that doesn't mean they won't go out and absolutely trounced them. So I'm taking Bodo here, even money at home.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I just think maybe winning the title could be
0: Yeah, Rosenberg. Rosenberg are, are in fourth in the top three spots get European places in this league. They They're only points, one point yeah. behind. Yeah, they need they need points.
2: They have needed um, points the last couple of away games they've played as well. Um but they've 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 on their last three away games they have lost to Viking 3-0, beat Sarpsburg 2-1, and drew 0-0 with Christiansen. So they're not they're not doing it away from home at the moment. Uh, okay. Um, I, I just fancy like getting Bodo in a league that they've ran away with Aye, uh, even I, money I, is, is a value price. So.
1: Yeah. On to the outsiders then. So I'm in the Czech league. I'm going for Ceska versus Pilsen at home. I'm taking the home side at five to one. <laughs> So, Peel's are obviously the better side, right? But they've, they've lost 2-1-2 two, two, and drawn one of the last five games in all competition. They've lost to Zlin, who are just above Seska in the league. Seska have beat Sparta Prague, Bohemians. Um, those are good sides in that league. Sparta Prague one's the one that stands out. They went away to Sparta Prague and won 4-2 right after Sparta Prague had just beat Celtic 4-1 at Parkhead. Um Pilsen did beat Sparta Prague before the Celtic game, 3-1, but Sparta Prague were missing loads of players. They had them back for the Siska game. So that makes it a wee bit more impressive. I think we had discussed though that Siska basically sat in and broke them on the counter yeah. and scored a late penalty when they were down to ten men. As a result of that, I think Peelsen have all the ball and Siska will try and catch them on the counter. I think five to one for a team that's won four out of the last five games against a team who have won one of the, uh, won two of the last five. The odds are just too good in that league, and because of the COVID restrictions, the way the club was, these clubs are not back to full strength. So, Pools are kind of in a, a disadvantage, being one of the stronger sides playing teams like this, who are maybe part-time or maybe don't play do the same levels as they would normally do if available. I just think five to one's really fucking good to look at. Um, that was the best one I've seen out of all the leagues I was scouring for for really high odds. Love a five to one pick. Doesn't matter yeah. what you come up with for me. That's this.
2: If you're coming up to a five to one outsider. I'll back it <laughs> uh,
0: My outsider pick Is 3-1 to one. I'm, I'm taking Leeds To beat Everton Away from home um, In in the English Premier League uh, Seven uh, Half past five On Saturday So Everton won last week But that was against Fulham uh, It also was pretty nervy uh, And it was following Three straight league losses In a row um, They've conceded Two or more goals In their last six matches Everton uh, so, so they're they're quite leaky. Um, all of Everton's home games this season have had at least four goals in them. Like, the, the, there's goals in these games. And Leeds, I think we've all, we've all been quite impressed with how they play. They love games where there's plenty of goals, and I don't think they'll be scared of of putting Everton to the sword a wee bit here. And I think, I think three to one's a fair, uh, more than a fair price. Yeah,
1: I, I like that both teams have scored no draw in this game. By the way, um, mm-hmm. rather than picking like a specific team, I think that's seven to five which sounds short, but considering, like what you said, there are goals in both these teams' games as well. Oh, yeah. Massive. I think I think what that Everton form showed in the last three games prior to Fulham was what I called out. Everton, without Richarlison or nothing, they're a very static side with Calvert-Lewin and, and James Rodriguez because James Rodriguez is going to come short defeat. Calvert-Lewin needs people creating crosses for him and getting set plays. Without Richarlison being the runner in and around them, you just don't have it. So he makes all the difference. I think this game's going to be fucking tremendous, by the way. This is like one of, one of the games that I, could, I honestly would call out as being like a 4-3.
0: Just yeah, yeah, totally. It just, it just looks geared up. It's definitely one that I'm going to set aside to make sure I'm watching it. Um, well, the, ima- the amount of Leeds defenders I have in my fantasy teams, so hopefully, <laughs> n- hopefully it's nil something.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like all it. Right, 3-1's good odds for a game that I think is very even. Yeah. God,
2: our outsider treble is going to be great this weekend. I'm rounding it off with Sassuolo uh, versus Inter. So, still, I'm beating 1 5, drawn 3, kept a clean sheet in their first three Serie A games, fixtures in a row. Uh, the last two have seen the same half time, full time result. Um, I just haven't seen Inter midweek break down and, and lose 2 0, uh, get a man sent off, having to play midweek versus a Ciculo team that haven't really. If you look at Inter's form, is, is the other thing I kind of wanted to bring up here. They've drawn a lot of games this season. They drew with Atalanta, uh, they drew with Lazio, they drew with, where's the other game as well, they drew with Roma. This is Cicullo are a team fairly similar to the rest of the Italian teams in there that they can grind out a draw, and I think that will see them as a really, really good result. I think this is very similar to Villarreal, Real Madrid um, from last week, and I'm going to take it as a draw at 3-1. For me, Inter are one of these frustrating teams that could easily go out in the Europa League and do really good things, and they do generally do really good things. But then they go back to play a team at home, and you know they were too, they were losing to Benevento at one point during the game, which isn't a great marker for them. Um, they've drawn with Verona this season, like its they, they aren't all there. And I think uh, Sassuolo will take advantage of that. This will probably be a one each draw. Um, and you're going to get the odds for three to one for a for a for just a draw, not the correct score. So that's what I like this time on the old Italian league. That's two o'clock on Saturday. That game.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Of that. I think that look. That's good draw written all over it for me. Oh yeah, um, a, lot, a lot of close games in that fixture as well. A lot two one, a four three, two draws, and a two 0 win. So very tight games over the last two years. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be all over that. I'd be having a look at that. Nice. The charity bet, £10 of your own money on the treble. All the winnings got to be some Cancer Trust. When Gordo slips up, we'll send the tenner over anyway. Um, I'm going to the Croatian League. I'm going to Gorica versus Lokomotiv Zagreb. I'm going to the home side, Gorica, to win it 7 to 10. They've won four of the last five games in the league, playing a team, Lokomotiv Zagreb, who have won one of the last 10, drawn three, and lost six. So they are by no means a good side. I do not understand why you're getting just under evens or just under 45 on this it seems massively outpriced there's nothing on live score that's shown me that we're missing loads of players i have no clue why it was almost my value just but i seen better value mm. with cove um i cannot see how this team don't win this game they look so comfortable in games such a good defense as well and they've played better teams than locomotive zagreb and beat them this season Gary, so. clip that, would you? Q <laughs> <laughs> locomotives I kept getting a four 0 win.
2: Um no, I like it. Like it, John. Anytime you, you start talking about these kind of leagues, I'm just like, that, that's
0: Andy talking about Japan. Yep, cool. Have fun. Um, uh, my charity pick. So like like two of the charity bets, um half is two on on Saturday, which means it's the, the Bundesliga in Germany. Union Berlin have been brilliant <laughs> recently. Like actually very, very good. They're playing Frankfurt uh, at home, and they're six to four. So, so that alone um, is a huge price. Uh, and I'd be I'd be more than happy to back a home win here. Uh, but you you, you want to look into a bit more. The Union have won their last three in a row now. They're unbeaten in seven league games in a competitive Bundesliga. They're fourth in the five game form table, eleven points uh, from the last five matches. You compare that to Frankfurt, who only have four points um, from their last five games. Yeah Union have just been very impressive um and and, and they're winning and, and they're winning convincingly and I think a 6 to 4 price is, is enormous so hopefully that will boost the, the charity bet odds
2: Yeah I like it like Union Union seem to be one of these teams who consistently are playing Werder Bremen on BT Sport like whenever I I watch the thing um, <laughs> but, but you, the, they've been great they've been really really good of recent good. um and uh, yeah at 6 to is great um I will round off the charity bet this week by taking us to another Scandinavian area. We're in Sweden. We're in the Super Etan, which is the second division in Sweden. And I'm taking Halmstad at home to Orgright. Halmstad have been great <laughs> in the last five games. And so Halmstad have won the last five games and conceded only one goal. You know, they've won four of them 2-0. Um, that's 2-0. And they've also won a couple 2-0. Um, Orgret have been poor away from home. They won their last game 3-0, but prior to that had lost their previous four away games. Uh, one of them to AFC, Six Stuna, who we, we bring up quite often as a marker of how bad are you in that league? Um, Halmstad are, are, are neck and neck with Degerfors I need to keep winning. The two of them... Um, that's the promotion places. And the third place is the, the kind of playoff spot. They need to keep doing that because the playoff team are not that far behind. It's Jon Coppings, They are only seven points behind them. I'm going to take Halmstad at home here. you are getting them at four to seven. Um, which they were almost my banker. So I could have interchanged that, them and uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. They're going to have too much for Orgrite. If you look at the form table, right, Halmstad have 15 points from the last five games. Orgrite have five, uh, six points from the last five and have scored eight and conceded eight. I think Halmstad will go out and route them, to be honest. So that's yeah. the, That should round off the charity treble, but does kick off 30 minutes before Andy's game. So they should be 3-0 by
1: then. <clears throat> Something I've been forgetting to do. and We've had like three new Patreons that we've not called out on the podcast uh, recently. So Claudio Giro, Katie Frolinger, and Robert Flynn. And Robert Flint sent us a quality message saying that we deserve thousands of Patreons for the content <laughs> we put out. Nice. So that is, a, cheers, that is cheers, Rob. a well-received If you know thousands of people, say, by the way, just, I, just tell them. <laughs> if you know thousands of people with access to the bank details, just Yeah, or, or one up. person with thousands of pounds. Really, it doesn't matter. But yeah, thanks very much for joining thanks, us. I really appreciate that. Guys, I said it before. It's weekly extra episodes. You guys did the US Masters one where Andy, you called out an each-way bet that was just ridiculous. 78-1.
0: Yeah, he came second. So, uh, d- delighted with
1: that. And we had um, James Blood on to do an election special. I know we released that for everyone eventually, but there was some great shouts on that as well for Aye, was... the in play betting. Aye. Um, it's, it's £5 a month, we, we respect and we know that that's, that, is, that can be a lot of money to just be adding to our direct debit just now. But £5 a month, extra weekly episodes, special episodes, video access to this one right now, as you can see. And that kind of gives you early access as well because we load this as quick as possible. And then the producer, Gary, actually makes the audio sound a little bit better than it normally does. But yeah, yeah. thanks for forget- joining. Really appreciate that. Join the Trample Bet Club, it's, it really helps us pay our lip sync costs and
0: continue to do this. And don't forget, you get the cheat sheet as well, which is all the pics from the episodes written down. That's just a nice thing to have.
1: It's quality. There's it's my go-to it's important. my go to the whole time. Even like last week when god was going on about Aston Villa, the whole time I was going, "Oh, it's my charity bit, right?" Like the whole <laughs> <laughs> because I had them in a cup and I was like, "Oh, fucking, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot." And then it was like, "Oh no, wait, Dundee United was my charity bet oh was that my value? Is it ever my charity bit tomorrow? I had no idea what was happening."
2: Yeah, you yeah, you completely a- lost yourself last week. Quite- it's a great resource. That was because I
1: wasn't on the podcast, so I actually needed to check because I had listened and forgot to do what I was doing. Yeah. But thanks yeah, for
0: so, joining. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. So sign up tramplebet.com forward slash Patreon or download the Patreon app and give Tramplebet Bet a search. Um, also, join us on Facebook, uh, the Trample Bet page. Just search Trample Bet on Facebook. Ask to join the group. A um, couple hundred folk in there, all sharing, discussing tips, talking football betting, talking sports betting, um, and in there we also run some, some competitions uh, So fantasy baseball, fantasy football Which is which is going great guns We have a new leader at the top of the trample bet Is it me? Uh, fantasy football league With 30, 35 players in it just now Ian McEwen is one point ahead of Chris Jones How um, am I even doing? Because I, I still repeat I don't know how to check that league You don't know how to check the league? I don't,
1: no, the other one's easy I go to fantasy and check league I don't know how to get into that one
0: so in this one, John, you are thirty-two of thirty-five. Ah, just outside the relegation zone, then. Just, just outside the relegation zone. Um, so, all, all, all fun and games in the salary cap league, and there'll be a decent prize for that at the end. So, Ian McEwan and Chris Jones are the two guys fighting now, just now. And then, of course, we have the draft league, which is where all where all matters. Um, there's, there's, but twelve of us in that uh, for for the big money. Um, I'm currently leading that. I'm, I'm a bit surprised that I'm still. In top spot, I think everyone else that's around second place just keeps seems to keep taking points off each other every week. Uh, so I played Jason Stott this week, so I'll be uh, getting in touch with him on the group chat to get some sort of side bet on the go.
2: Yeah, I, I'd love, I'd love to. With the retirement of the Undertaker this week, I don't know if anyone's seen that from the wrestling. I'd like to take up the mantle and call it Ben Grant for uh, a <laughs> beat him last week in the fantasy football. You know i terrible <laughs> at this, Ben. <laughs> like losing it is bad. I'm like Fulham, of... <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So no, it's 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 really good. I, 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 this is probably the first year I've, I've I've truly went in and had a look and various different things and, and and went at it. So yeah, it's it's been great. And yeah, can't wait for the fancy baseball season to be back. But uh, fancy football is a you know it's it's a crux. It's a crutch. Sorry, it'll get me through.
1: I've not been logged in for that many weeks. I now have my login informations have disappeared off my app. I think that happened after 30 days, so I've not been. Yeah, interested. yeah. Your excuses,
0: your excuses are wonderful, John. Anyway, aye. Yeah, that's
1: good. I've still got Tony Adams in my team. That's when I left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, so, guys, usual, your, your stuff. When this comes out, if you can retweet, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, whatever you can do, just to try and get his extra listeners. We're basically relying on you to pass it around. See if you're on an Apple product. Going to go leave a five star review and something nice because it's the only way they categorize it. That's the only way they categorize new podcasts, even though we're not new. They will push us to the top of charts if people go review things on their apps. So if you are an Apple product, please go do that. When the banker travel rolls in, go into your Skybetter, or whoever your betting
2: provider is, look at your winnings and then come back to Apple and just give us a big five star. It would
1: make us all very appreciative. Yeah, it would. Um, That was the podcast. Have a good weekend.
0: Happy hunting.